Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the show. So for today's topic, as I promised, this month we'll be digging into some relationship uh, topics and self-care topics. And today I'm joined by Tiffany Howard. She is a licensed therapist, so she'll be guiding us on this conversation, really giving us some great advice. She's the owner of Unity's Essence, LLC, and she's also the co-founder and president of Loving the Unique You. So I'm so happy to have Tiffany on today to talk about today's topic of relationship trauma. So say hello, Tiffany. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Perfect. So kind of give the the audience a little background. Today, we'll really be digging in on how to heal from past relationship trauma. So Tiffany, I know a lot of people have made a few jokes about like when the new year resets, like does your relationship history also reset too? Well, I mean, first let's define relationship trauma. Like what do you think that, you know, what does that mean for you? Because I feel like everyone's definition of that can be very different and trauma is very serious, right? So what would you, maybe we should give the audience some examples of that. I would define trauma as something that is very triggering. It's something that follows you around. It's something that really affected you in a mental and emotional way and sometimes physical. And I think it shows its face in different situations. Like I mentioned before, like it's very triggering. So it could, it could reappear um, in an argument. It could reappear just in a new setting or a setting that reminds you of where you were in that past relationship. So I think it comes in different forms for different people and it affects people in different ways. But I think the consistent theme with that is it is very much triggering and it kind of follows you around whether sometimes whether you deal with it or not you can sometimes deal with relationship trauma that doesn't doesn't mean the trauma necessarily goes away if that makes sense so that's how I would define it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay yeah well you know I think if we think um, of specific examples right so like what could lead to relationship trauma and I think everyone's definition of that can be very different so like some obvious things are like past abuse in relationships right whether that be emotional physical or even like sexual abuse in a relationship could be considered relationship trauma but then it could be other things as well like you know infidelity in a relationship you know distrust things like that so Mm -hmm. I just wanted the audience you know what are some things that could lead to trauma and Mm -hmm. it could be as severe and intense as emotional, physical, or sexual abuse, or mm-hmm. something something else, like, you know, just distrust in a relationship, so things like that. Yeah, and with it being so serious and so layered, I would assume it's not as easy as just blocking it out, you know, when a new year starts, mm-hmm. or just putting a Band-Aid on it. So mm-hmm. kind of what, what are some impacts of not dealing with that trauma head on and how can it impact like your new relationships? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think the impacts of trauma for the individual can be really just not going through the grieving process mm-hmm. of a relationship. And Mm -hmm. so what research shows us is that when a relationship ends, especially those, you know, relationships that we've been in for a long amount of time, Mm -hmm. the grieving process is very similar to as if we were to lose someone due to death. So I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if people are familiar, you know, with the five to seven stages of grief, you know, there's denial, sadness, anger, bargaining, which sometimes can be the most complex stage and all the questions, what if this, what if that, you know, and eventually there's acceptance, right? So Mm -hmm. those same stages that we experience when we lose someone, you know, due to death, research has shown us that 
some of those stages we still experience when relationships end, right? Because we're losing someone in our lives. They're physically present, but not in a relationship with us. And so I think that mourning process can be prolonged if we don't deal with the traumas of our relationship. So I think that's the most impactful thing, you know, continued hurt, continued sadness, continued anger. And then those things tend to trickle and they not only affect you, but they can start affecting and impacting the relationships around you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a huge point because I like to sometimes when I think of trauma, like view it as like a snowball, like the longer you Mm -hmm. ignore it or kind of like don't give your chance to give yourself a chance to grieve. It just, like you said, it trickles over and over and over into every new relationship Mm -hmm. encounter. And it can kind of mm-hmm. show itself in those interactions and like those exchanges. And that's the scary part. Cause like, it's not fun to deal with trauma. It's not easy. It literally does feel like a death. I've experienced it for, if I'm being transparent, having like dealt with infidelity mm-hmm. relationships and stuff, I had mm-hmm. to like unpack all of that. It really felt like a funeral took place in my mm-hmm. life. And it's just, yeah. I noticed, yeah, when I didn't deal with it, how it popped up and like habits that and like patterns that's hard to develop be, develop because of that trauma and so it's so serious to really take that time to yourself to just give yourself room to breathe heal get through all of those stages that you mentioned so that you can have like healthier relationships you know yeah absolutely and I think if even if you move on right so let's say we don't unpack we don't really deal with things that happen in previous relationships if we get into a new one hurt people hurt people, Mm -hmm. right? So like now I'm not just hurting myself, but I'll find that when I am triggered by different things, now I'm hurting the person that I love and I care about in this new relationship. So the other person can be impacted. And and so we see that in different examples, right? So like if you've ever been, you know, cheated on and there was mistrust in a relationship, you get into a new one. If those things are in process, I'm you checking phones and social media. Right. And you know, second guessing. Tonight, right? <laughs> second guessing every little thing, overthinking everything. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Exactly. Right. And so mm-hmm. that can also, if the other person, your partner, is being truthful and is being honest, you know, like how does that make that person feel? Right. So yeah, hurt people, hurt people. I think another thing to think of is we can have the opposite effect Mm -hmm. where we just tend to waste time in unhealthy relationships. So, right. So like (laughs) I can be, (laughs) I can be getting over a trauma and then Mm -hmm. I get into another relationship and that's unhealthy as well because I haven't taken time. you know, to process. So, so that's another thing. That is so true. I'm so happy you brought that up because like, I keep referencing myself because like, I'm my only example, like good example I can kind of speak off of, but like, I, I kind of went through that phase myself of like, why do I keep attracting people that remind me of this person? It's like, because Mm -hmm. you haven't dealt with all that stuff, you haven't really let it go. And so you'll Mm -hmm. keep attracting things that are connected to that traumatic experience until mm-hmm. you really deal with it. So you kind of attract the love and like the relationship, romantic or non-romantic that you really deserve. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important that you brought that up because you can almost like subconsciously just start to attract toxicity. Like we're not even thinking about Absolutely. it, but you'll just bring Absolutely. those people and those like energies to you. So that's like another huge factor that people sometimes don't think about when you don't deal with relationship trauma, how it can really start to show and who you attract too. So I know you brought up triggering earlier. Like what are some some tips that people can use to help them when they feel triggered by relationship trauma? Like when those moments are like, okay, I'm going to pop, 
what are some things <laughs> they can do to like keep from kind of like imploding completely? Yeah, well, one trying to think like take a step back. Like, is it me or is it my partner? Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, if I am triggered, am I triggered because of something that happened in my past? Or is my partner really doing something that I deserve to pop off about? Right. You know, because <laughs> so, sometimes those things happen. Like, and, and so I think that's the first question. Like, take a deep breath. I always tell people, like, counting 10 seconds can really save your life. Like, just count to 10, take some deep breaths. Mm-hmm. And then really asking yourself those hard questions like, okay, is it me? Am I tripping? Is this me right now? Or did this person, <laughs> you know, do something that would cause or trigger this reaction? Okay, so right. that's the first thing. And I think the second thing is to, you know, if it is you, step away and do the work, but also acknowledge that mm-hmm. in the relationship that yeah. you're in. Yeah. You know, like going to your partner, that's, that's something that's very mature to do to go and say like, hey, my reaction was off. Mm -hmm. I think that it was me. It had absolutely nothing to do with you. And Mm -hmm. now I'm going to go work on that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Maturity. (laughs) A lot. Mm -hmm. A lot Mm -hmm. of self-reflection. Yeah. And accountability, right? Mm -hmm. Which is what we need a lot of in relationships. Yeah. I think something that we talked about earlier, and this was kind of off, you you asked me what to do if you're in a relationship with someone who has, you know, past relationship trauma. Right, how to address that. And so I think that's really interesting because we can do our healing, right? Mm-hmm. And then we get into a relationship with someone and they haven't done theirs. And so that's something else to kind of keep in mind. And I think the first thing to really ask is like, does your partner know that they have relationship trauma. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we're, you know, we can see it like, Mm-mm. like this don't have nothing to do with me. You're mm-hmm. dealing with this emotional <laughs> right. abuse that you had. Right. You know, forever ago. And what's interesting is we didn't name romantic relationship trauma, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like my partner could have had previous healthy romantic relationships but maybe his relationship with his mother was emotionally mm. abusive. Yes. Right? Yes. That's still relationship trauma, just mm-hmm. in a different way. So I think the first question is, if you are in a relationship with someone and they have different, you know, unhealthy things or unhealthy patterns that they keep bringing into the current relationship, the question is, do they know it? Yeah. You can see it, but do they know it? If they don't know it, then it's going to be hard to really deal with it. And if they do know it, then I think another question to ask yourself is, is this something that this person can process with me? Mm-hmm. Or is this something that we need time apart for them to kind of work through their issues. That's a whole nother topic because then you bring in like codependency because some people mm-hmm. know they have like relationship trauma and they don't care. Like they want to stay in a relationship yeah. because like that person makes them feel fulfilled. It feels a void. It's, it becomes like a codependent situation, which is like super dangerous. So like yeah. what if they're with someone they know they have it, but they're not trying to do anything to fix it. They see the relationship as the fix when it's really not. It's just a band-aid. Yeah, well, I think you named it. That may not be the best relationship. <laughs> no, it may not be that healthy. And don't get me wrong, because I think the whole world, like we all want want love and we want to be with people and we all depend on relationships in some capacity, right? Like we are relational creatures, we're human. And so I think there is a part of, there's just this need, like we need people. 
point blank period, right? But I think that's a difference. There's a difference between like needing you and like my happiness depends on you. And so I think in a situation like that, like if someone is like, hey, I know I got these issues, but I wake up because of you. Like I can go on because of you. Like, I don't know what I would do or how I would live without you. Okay, mm-hmm. then we're, we're, we're kind of going over into another territory, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I think you would just have to ask yourself, like, okay, is this something healthy that I could sustain myself in? And if not, then you may have to initiate a break. Yeah, I think that's definitely important. I've experienced a situation where, like, I literally had to just cut ties in the situation because it felt very codependent. It was more like a, like... I live and breathe you like it's like wait a second like I want to be there for you I want to help but like I'm not a therapist I'm not Jesus and I I can't Mm -hmm. fix you or save you so it's like I I definitely agree with what you said as far as like in those situations it's probably best to step back it's probably best to give it some space Mm -hmm. and kind of let them deal with that themselves because then you put yourself in position of like playing counselor you know and that's that's absolutely and it it's put you in an uncomfortable position so Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I mean, I do think that depending on where we are, like, in the relationship, I do think that things will come up and it's mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. to support your partner in a healthy right. way. But you both just have to decide, you know, that person has to decide, is this something that I can work on with someone else or do I need space? Mm-hmm. But I think also, like, you have to decide for yourself, like, is this something that I can help this person work through? And are they willing? This is the thing can I help them work through it? They have to do the work. I'm just on the side assisting. And so if you find someone who's not willing to do the work, well, then maybe some other steps. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That you need to take. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that's exactly. This is an off the wall question. And I may not use it, but I I just want to see if it it goes in a a cool direction. But I've seen people, you know, because Twitter talks, people got Twitter opinions and you know, uh-huh. Twitter TED Talks. And I've seen people say things like, you know, if anybody brings up their ex or talks about their, their ex in our relationship, like that's the issue. They must want their ex. Do you think it's it's healthy to sometimes reference past relationships if those past relationships like kind of contributed to your trauma in a way so that you can educate your partner on what may trigger you, some of your relationship history that may be helpful? Like, do you think there's a balance between sharing about your past relationships and like, oversharing to the point where it seems like you miss that old relationship yeah absolutely and and it's not just sharing about like past unhealthy things mm-hmm. right like when I am dating someone when I'm in relationship with someone especially intimately and romantically like I want to know about you in every aspect of your life so the types of questions yeah <laughs> that I ask right like I'm gonna ask about your family you know, I'm going to ask about previous relationships, you know, what went wrong, you know, what have you learned from previous relationships? Now, I may not need to know the intimate details of everything in your life, (laughs) but I think that's just a healthy part of getting to know someone. Like, you need to know, you know, why I, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a a good example. You need to know that you know, if I'm watching the movie and I get triggered by something in that movie, mm-hmm. why that is, why? right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, Absolutely. I see that all the time. So I definitely wanted your take on that. So I, I'm interested to see what the listeners think about your response. Because I definitely think there's a balance like between 
you know, oversharing, like you said, all the intimate details. I don't necessarily need to know that. But, you know, there are some things, like you said, good and bad that are helpful mm-hmm. for your new partner who, you know, don't know anything about you and they're just getting started out in that level of intimacy with you. Well, I think this has been such a great session of just talking about that. I hope the listeners got something from that, but I wanted to close out and give you a chance if you had any final pieces of advice or support that you wanted to offer to listeners regarding, you know, healing from past relationships, whether romantic or non-romantic, and what are some kind of pieces of advice you wanted to give to them? Yeah, you know, I think a few takeaways, you know, are this. If you are dealing with things that have happened in previous relationships, it is a healthy thing to take time to yourself to process those things further. And processing can be simply like journal writing at night or talking to friends, or it can even be going to counseling like, hey, my friends don't give the best advice. I need to go (laughs) talk to somebody else who can lead me in the right direction, right? Mm -hmm. Take time to figure out, you know, ask yourself key questions. Why didn't this relationship work out? You know, was there something that I could have done to improve the relationship? You know, what are things that I want to take you know, into my next relationship, maybe what are things that I don't want to take or patterns that I do not want to repeat in another relationship. So ask yourself those questions before you get into, especially a romantic relationship with someone else. And everyone doesn't have traumatic relationship history, right? Like, or at least traumatic romantic relationship history. Your relationship history or issues could be you know, something with your sibling, you know, that happened like, dang, my, my sibling used to call me stupid all the time. And that just be pissing me off. Right. Right. And yeah. then like you get in a relationship and he said, you stupid and you ready to pop Go off. off. <laughs> ready to fight. <laughs> exactly. That's so true. Exactly. So it's not always romantic relationships where we need to do the work. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's just asking ourselves those help, those questions. What yeah. are my triggers? You know, how do I want to be treated? What am I looking for in a partner? What are patterns that I want to take? What can I offer to someone else? And what are things that I, my growth areas that I need to work on? What are patterns that I would not like to take or repeat in a new relationship? Yeah, those are really, really good. I thank mm-hmm. you. I almost said amen a couple times through all this. So I hope, <laughs> I hope the listeners okay. got something because it, it definitely kind of, reaffirm some things for me it was just really great just talking all that through and getting a lot of your advice so I definitely appreciate you joining me today thank you so much for taking time out I definitely want to leave an opportunity for you to plug your practice and ways that listeners can um, contact you or even book an appointment if they'd like to talk with you more about relationship trauma or just anything else in their life so definitely share that information yeah so you can reach me on um, Instagram I do have a social media page but if you want to reach me professionally you may want to go through my website that's unitiesessence.com and we can make sure we put that in the blurb or something yep. for you. So unitiesessence.com if you want to reach out to me professionally. Tiffany Howard underscore LPC is my individual IG page. And then if you are a young woman and you need some free money for college or you're interested okay. in overall wellness, you can um, follow our page at Loving the Unique You. 
Oh, we love that. Thank you so much, yeah. Tiffany. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, be sure to leave a review, subscribe to the show, share this show if it really spoke to you, if you really got something out of it. I love seeing you guys repost segments from the show. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll chat next week.